0: We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. That's $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit. And we're brought to you by the SGPN's 57 Bets Challenge. $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the winner of the Props Contest. Get all our contest info exclusively on the SGPN app. Driver, start your engine! out of you right now because you asked me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing
1: now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb
0: it is friday it is february the 10th this is the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he is cody zeeb i am rod via gomez back for day five as we head into the last weekend without official racing for a very 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 long time cody and uh we are both here for that
1: i am so here for that rod it is this is it like we get into next week now and it's full speed ahead literally and we're uh we're, we're in it. It's, it's race week every week. Race week every week. That is music to my
0: ears, my friend. So uh, with that being said, as it always is, the countdown to the Daytona 500 is on. We are now a, a nice uh, one-digit number away, and that is the number nine, which, of course, has a very storied history. So um, as he does every single uh, day, he's going to give us, Cody's going to give us, what the number nine car means to NASCAR and what it's been in the past.
1: Yeah, like you said, a uh, very historic uh, number, especially with one particular last name. But 1,727 starts in the Cup Series for the number nine car in NASCAR. 71 career wins, 570 top tens, 80 times it's sat on the pole. Um, Bill Elliott leads the list. 446 race starts in the number nine car. 38 wins, 135 top 10s, led over 9,000 laps. Uh, An average finish to 13.5, pretty impressive. 46 times he sat on the pole in the number nine car. Casey Kane up second on the list, 247 starts, 11 wins, 49 top fives, 3,000 laps led. 19 times he sat on the pole. Roy Tyner actually sits here in third place, 224 starts, no wins. Uh, 55 top tens for him. Never led a lap in his career. Uh, fourth on the list, Chase Elliott, obviously the current driver. I have a feeling one day he'll lead all of these categories. Uh, good chance that he spends his entire career in the nine car for Hendrick and nothing ever changes. Um, although not his entire career since he started in the 24 car, we talked about that on 24 day, but 180 starts in the number nine car for Chase Elliott, 18 career wins, 99 top tens he's led almost 4,000 laps in his career a 12.6 average finish so beating his dad in that category um nine poles to his career already marcos ambrose uh, made 144 starts in this car number won two races 11 top fives for him uh some others that have competed in this one lake speed jerry nadu sam hornish jr uh joe weatherly chad little uh, Eric Amarola actually made five starts in this car number nine um, and then scrolling down through the list Cotton Owens made a couple of starts in this car number Cale Yarborough made a start in the number nine and 100 different drivers have made starts in the number nine uh, Jeff Davis included on the list I'm gonna assume that's not the Confederate general but uh you never know, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, listen, it's car back in the back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh on the manufacturer side of things, heavily dominated by Ford, uh, Bill Elliott. A lot of his were in Ford, although he did he, he had two stints in the number nine car back in the day. It was a Ford, uh the Melling Coors car. He won the championship in that in 1988, I believe. Um, and then came back to number nine with the Dodge car for Ray Evernham in 2001. Um, but Ford on top of the list, 888 starts. Chevy at 423. Obviously, Chase Elliott will continue to add to that number. Uh, Dodge at 357. Pontiac Mercury, Oldsmobile. Scrolling down through the list here, three start by Lincoln, one start by Buick, one start by Cadillac in the number nine car. That's the most exotic car uh, on this. No, no. what do we have yesterday? It was Porsche, I think, for the number 10. Uh, Jaguar had checked in with the number 11 car, but... Cadillac is as exotic as you get for the number nine car, but again, 1,700 races in the Cup Series. Uh, that's a lot of races, um, and, and again, you get to these single-digit numbers and this, these numbers down towards the bottom of the board here, and that's that's where a lot of the statistics are. So heavily dominated by the Elliott family, of course, um, and, and I think that those numbers will just continue to grow as I don't foresee Chase Elliott probably ever changing his car number the rest of his career i
0: mean it's pretty much hendrick policy at this point 48 24 those guys stayed in theirs for the entire the entirety of their career i don't think jimmy made jimmy made didn't make any starts outside of the 48
1: out until the daytona 500 when he finally does yeah. but uh and then, but yeah hendrick jeff, has done a, a good job of keeping i mean with guys like jeff gordon Kept him his whole career. Jimmy Johnson, I'm gonna still say he kept him his whole career. This is kind of an encore. It's it's a part-time thing, right? And you get guys who come back and make one offs. Jeff Gordon actually came back, although his were for Hendrick Motorsports filling in for Dale Jr. Um, but yeah, so it's uh yeah, I don't I think Chase Elliott will just continue to to rack up numbers in this car number.
0: I concur. And again, it's gonna be something to watch uh as this as the as his career progresses. He's already got one championship. Uh, We've seen Hendrick dominate in in spans. It could be his time to dominate here pretty soon, and we may be here for it, so love it. Um, All right, what other news and notes do we have today, Cody?
1: Yeah, just a couple quick pieces of news quick. Austin Hill, um, obviously he's full-time in the Xfinity Series. He is going to make six starts in the Cup Series this season. Uh, We already knew about Daytona. He's going to be racing that Beard 62 car. It sounds like all of these will be in the Beard car, um, the number 62. So he's going to do both Daytona races, both Talladega races, Michigan, and then likely the Charlotte road course. Um, and a note here from Bob Pacris, he was going to do the Chicago street course, but NASCAR has got that rule. They've been implementing lately on the new tracks where you can only run in one series. So no, nobody can run the Xfinity race to get practice on the track and then turn around and run the cup series race. Since Austin Hill will be running the Xfinity race, won't be allowed to do the cup race. So uh they took him off the list for that so likely six starts um again we talked about it earlier this week with zane smith truck series champion stepping up getting some starts uh bob pochris released his list today of uh i don't remember exactly what it was called but like top up and comers basically you know in the lower series and he has zane smith on the top of that list um i think austin hill is a guy that should be on that list as well i didn't read the whole thing but he should be pretty high up there because uh He's he's another guy that's had a lot of success in the lower series and continues to to climb that ladder. The other uh news around the Xfinity series, and this was I shared this tweet in the uh in the Discord, so make sure you check it out over there if you're if you're not in there. But Kyle Bush tweeted out as a video, and it's you gotta watch it, but it's really cool. I'll try and paint a little bit of a picture, but it's got you know old tube tvs right there's like eight or ten of them up on the screen and then the middle one pops open and it's tom brady announces he's returning from retirement and then that tv shuts off and another one pops open it's michael jordan he's coming back from retirement and then they all kind of do different things and then one of them pops open in the middle breaking news kyle bush returns to the xfinity series after retiring so kyle bush of course we talked about it before two seasons ago he had said once he got to 100 wins, he would retire from the Xfinity Series. So once he got there, he's at 102 wins after fulfilling his commitments for that season. Um, did not race last year, retiring from the series. Uh, he's coming out of retirement. Like we speculated, he will be in the 10 car for colleague. Um Again, we've been making some calls. On, I mean, obvious calls, but we made the calls anyways. Justin Haley, AJ Allmendinger, Kyle Busch. We kind of saw all these coming. Austin Dillon's going to be running that car as well. Um, and so Kyle Busch will be doing, and he, so he tweeted that video out and he said, did you miss me with the little hands up emoji? Like, oh, come on. Right. <laughs> um, so he will be running five races in the Xfinity series for colleague. No big shocker there. Um, be a fun guy to bet on because he's obviously got 102 wins in the series. Kind of knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Any race that he's put in, I, I think we're auto betting. Kyle Busch as the winner. And then yeah. hopefully I, I wish that they would do. Uh, NASCAR would do what F1 does and just like the winner without Kyle Bush, who's the winner without Kyle Bush in the mix.
1: Although we saw last season in the trucks, right? He didn't win every race like he had been in the past. So we'll see. There's going to be some, some formidable opponents down there for him. Um, But again, a little bit more of a bear covered this year than, than Xfinity's had necessarily at the top the last few years. So it'll be interesting to watch him get out there again. And again, I'm a huge proponent for these guys running down in these lower series, Given these lower series regulars that opportunity to go out there and learn from the best, race against the best, and that's how you get better is by playing playing against the best or racing against the best. Uh, and this is this is the way they can do it. That is very
0: true. I agree. Um, all right is that is uh, that put a bow on our news and notes that's, that's for the day? It. Pretty
1: pretty Sweet. It's fairly light light news week. Everybody's everything's pretty much set now. Everything's ready to go. We're all just waiting, just yeah. counting down the days, nine days till Daytona. It's almost here. We got the Super Bowl Sunday to distract us, and then full-on into race week, and we got racing throughout the week next week. We'll cover the schedule probably early next week, but we'll have qualifying early in the week, then the duels uh, on Thursday, and and then obviously all three series are going to be in, in competition, so it'll be a busy – Rod and I were talking last night. Be a busy week next week. we got a lot of bets to get out lot of dfs to cover it's gonna be a lot of fun
0: yeah but it'll definitely be exactly what we want we want it all to be wall-to-wall bets and to have some fun while we're doing it all right let's step away for a break come back we're going to start talking some uh top five top threes and head to heads for daytona just some initial reactions before we start laying down our official bets and then we'll have some fun in stage three but let's do this first and tell you about win bet the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. The big game is here, and WinBet has you covered with great promos. Odds, payouts are all happening right now at WinBet. You ready to play? Sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited, of course, to state availability. And, of course, if you get the biggest parlay of the week, you're going to get a $1,000 free credit so much to choose from all you got to do head over to sports slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sports dot com slash w-i-n-n-b-e-t offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older or present in the state where play through winbet is available if someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 Well, Cody, we had mentioned it a while back. In fact, we talked a lot about some of these race props that they were throwing up on books all over the place. But among them that we didn't get to yesterday were top threes, top tens, and a lot of head to heads as well. So let's just dig right in, Cody. We'll we'll start by talking about some of these top threes um, that are out there because these are a little bit more, in my opinion, obviously like we talked about yesterday, where you're going to make your money because. Picking the winners all fine and well, and if you hit, you hit big. But if you don't hit, well, you got to hedge somewhere, and that's top threes and top ten bets. So um, I am liking the odds on some of these top threes because, again, as, as we get in the season, you guys are going to start seeing much much shorter odds for these top threes, top fives, top ten bets because obviously the the parity in a an oval is not necessarily the same as a super speedway so um when you're you're dealing with top threes on this you're still dealing with pretty good plus money odds and really it's just a matter of where you want to find your value now of course the volatility of a super speedway makes all of these bets just a a risk in and of themselves but i feel like a top three and a top 10 bet you can make a little more with a little more confidence in some situations than a winner bet so um Right off the jump, I'll just give the top two, top top three uh, of what we're where we're at, and then we'll just start talking really about value and all that other stuff. So, Denny Hamlin sits atop the the list here at, at plus three fifty. Ryan Blaney comes in at plus three eighty, as does Chase Elliott at plus three eighty as well. Kyle Bush plus four twenty five. Um, really, that's kind of the top four there. But as we look up and down these lists, Cody, I mean, obviously the top ten even aren't really surprising as far as where they're at. Um, but where are we, where are you looking for, for some of your, your value in these top threes at the very least?
1: Yeah. So again, I mean, these are good prices as far as like, there's going to be some races this season. You'll probably get Denny Hamlin a plus three fifty to win the race and you only need him to get a top three here. Right. So, so there is some, some good value at the top, but similar to when we were talking yesterday with the manufacturer ones, I scroll all the way to the bottom and then I work my way back up from there. You know I gotta take it, right? Cody Ware, hundred to one for a top three. Already got him one hundred and fifty to one at top four. Got to take him there. Uh, BJ McLeod and Connor Daly also are plus one hundred or, or one hundred and one rather. Those ones don't excite me as much. I'll probably skip them. Travis Pastrano, forty to one. Meh. Riley Herbst, forty to one. That's probably worth a little bit. Zane Smith at thirty three to one. I love it. Ty Dillon at thirty three to one is good. Gilliland 30 to one. That's good. Corey LaJoy, 20 to one. You know, I love that. Even Austin Hill, Harrison Burton, 20 to one. Those ones are, are good. Chandler Smith, 16 to one, Noah Gregson at 14 to one. Um, and, and then it kind of, from there, it gets a little less exciting. You're getting down to the 12 to ones, 10 to ones. But again, if you're going to bet one of these guys to win, so, so say you're going to bet Eric Jones to win this race. Um, and I, what are his odds to win? He's at 33 to 1. So if you're going to take Eric Jones, 33 to 1 to win the race, I would as well, on top of placing that bet, I, I would scroll down here where he's at 10 to 1 for a top three and take that as well because how many times have we seen it at super speedways? The guy who leads with two laps to go, Corey LaJoy with 200 to 1, doesn't always win the race, right? Right. And he ended up finishing like 22nd that race, but they get shuffled out sometimes, but they could still finish in the top three or something or the top 10. So it's not, if if you think a guy like that's going to be up there, if he ends up in the position where Jimmy Johnson is right in front of him, he is not going to win that race. He's going to push Jimmy Johnson to the win because that guy owns his car and it's Jimmy fucking Johnson. Like, so, but that gives you the extra coverage and you're still getting 10 to one. Like that's still a nice hit. Oh, by the way, if he wins, you hit thirty-three to one and ten to one. So, it's it's double dipping in a way uh, if you do get to victory lane. But if I bet somebody to win at a super speedway, I always take them at a top three as well because there's there if I think they're going to be in position to win, it also means they're going to be in position to finish in the top three. They're going to be right there um, at the end. So, so again, same basically the same thing we talked about yesterday with the top manufacturer bets all the way to the bottom of the list, work your way back up. For me, it's Cody Ware, the very last guy listed. Again, he finished sixth at Daytona last time we were there. And, yes, there was carnage there, but that's kind of what we're betting on here, literally, (laughs) is we're betting on carnage to happen at Daytona because that's what happens. So I'd start there, work my way back up. Again, I named some of the guys that I like. um, But, yeah, and then so once you decide your winners and, again, you know I like to give out a lot of winners on Super Speedways but it's it's very so much similar to the first touchdown thing in in football that that we do every week right you take that unit you split it four ways you split it six ways spread it out and as long as one of them hits then you're having a solid day so yeah kind of kind of treating it the same way and you're getting some really good prices uh throughout the field here uh, again the guys are the very top a Denny Hamlin, a plus 350, it's nice, right? He's he's a great super speedway racer. He's won multiple Daytona 500s, so he could be up there. And if, if he's a guy you think is going to win and you want to put it on to win, you take this as well. Um, but for these ones, I, I'm mostly looking at longer shot guys to throw it down on just because we've seen the chaos so many times and we've seen the guys. I think Landon Castle, I think, at one of the Daytona's races last year, I think it was that, that second one that was crazy. I had him at a top three. I don't remember if he finished third or if he finished fourth. It was one of the two. I can't remember. But uh, I had Austin Dillon to win, so I was happy. But I had him like 150 to one for a top three, and he was either third or fourth. So, it, again, these guys with these long shots, it's it's ridiculous. But at the super speedways, that's where you can get away with it. Don't bet it at Auto Club next week because it's not going to be the same thing there. But here you can do it, and it, it has a very good chance, decent chance at least, of hitting.
0: So I'm looking at the guys like uh Kevin Harvick at +750, Jimmy Johnson at 12 to 1, um you know even like Justin Haley at 12 to 1. I I like some of those as well. Uh obviously Jimmy Johnson, that's kind of a no-brainer at that point. I'm the
1: guy over here selling you like Cryptocurrency and and like NFTs, and then Rod comes in with his briefcase and he's like, "We have these safer stock options for you." I'm like, <laughs> "How would
0: you like to retire in ten years rather than hopefully then lose them all uh, tomorrow?" <laughs> no, listen. I'm just saying, like for 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 my comfort level, obviously I'm not the the big risk kind of a guy, but I mean, um, and I know neither are you, Cody. But I'm just saying, uh, like Kevin Harvick, this is his last Daytona 500 as a driver. I don't think he's going to be making a comeback anytime soon so I mean he's going to want to go out at least at the top of the list and he may not win but I, I think you know getting him in a top five or I'm sorry a top three is not a bad deal and of course Jimmy Johnson is just that's my blind love for Jimmy you guys can disregard every one of my Jimmy takes if you want because you already know that I love him to death but you know it's just a matter of I like the value in that and and in those top threes but as you get down into the top 10s though this is where this is where, I don't know, I mean, this is where Super Speedway betting is, is sort of, uh, that, that fun of plus money goes away real quick because Denny Hamlin, <laughs> Ryan Blaney sit on top of this list. Hamlin is at minus 112, Blaney at minus 104. All of a sudden now, we're starting to, to pay some juice to, to play here. Uh, Chase Elliott, minus 104. The first plus money driver is Kyle Larson at plus 115 here, um, and that's no way, I wouldn't even take him at a top 20 at a Super Speedway, but... <laughs>
1: Uh, I wish we could get a no option. No Kyle Larson to finish in the top, in the top ten. Like, give me that at like plus one thirty or something or shit. Give me that at minus three hundred. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take that too.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, anyways, that's it. Kyle Larson plus one fifteen, over there in fourth, uh, joined by Joey Logano in fifth. But so I, I know that you'll you'll probably end up making more money in top tens than top threes if you if you play it right. So yep. all those guys that you had said to, to play top five or top threes, obviously you're going to translate that into top fives, right? But their odds look a little bit different in that capacity.
1: Yeah, so this one it's, it is different because if you scroll to the bottom, Cody Ware, it's plus eleven hundred. Now I still like taking that, right? I've already made the case for him to be the top four car. I've made the case for him to be the top three car. So that's not a, a bad bet either. But I'm not. I'm working it differently in how I go go about this. I'm going to start mid pack. I'm going to look at guys that that are there every time we go to a super speedway and and somehow make it through the chaos most of the time, and they're always in the mix, right? So you got a guy like Michael McDowell at plus 195. A third of – or, well, I guess there's going to be 40 cars, so a fourth of quarter of the field is going to finish in the top 10. So you just have to pick a couple of the guys correctly, and you can make money off the top 10s, right? So I'm going to go with the guys that put themselves in position time after time again – a lot of them are more veteran guys, right? So Michael McDowell plus 195, love him. Eric Jones at plus 205, love that. Uh guy like Justin Haley at plus 230, another one. Love that. Uh even you go down to like Austin Hill plus 325. Corey LaJoy plus 325. Love those guys. So I'm gonna more hang out middle of the pack in this. I Denny Hamlin at minus 112 at the top of the board for a top 10, I don't know that I fully convinced myself that I'd be willing to lay any type of juice Laying juice really on a super speedway is not, I I don't think you can get away with it much and be profitable at least. Uh, And in head to heads, maybe you're going to obviously, because that's how they're mostly going to be priced. Um, And that's a different story, but in in something like this, it's just, it it, it just, it's how comfortable you are with the guy, right? So a guy like Denny Hamlin, like Ryan Blaney, I'd be much more comfortable laying those minus one twelve, minus one hundred four, than even a guy like Ross Chastain that's kind of can go off the handle. He's a plus one thirty, not quite as consistent. Sure, he's won a Super Speedway before, but he hasn't proven to be up there each and every time. Um, you go, where's Bubba, Bubba Wallace? at plus plus one forty. That's actually a guy. Every time we go to Super Speedways, is always up there in the mix. Um, so that's a guy I, I would probably go up and get a guy like him. Even a guy like Brad Kozlowski though, at plus 140, again, very good at super speedways, has had a lot of success. But with him, it's either checkers or wreckers, and, and half the time he's not there. Whereas some of these other guys, like a Blaney, like a Bubba, even a Chase Elliott, most of the time they're there at the finish at least. Um, and so you're, you're going to be more likely to hit these top tens. So, again, not as much value, but if you cherry-pick the right guys, you can make a, a decent profit in the in the top ten range, but I'm I'm definitely not gonna lay the bank down on any of these ones.
0: Yeah. And again, this just goes to payroll or bankroll management anyways and, and how much you are willing to first of all play in general on a super speedway race, and two, what kind of bets and how far you want to spread your your yourself and all your units. So um
1: it all depends how my three
0: hundred bets
1: on props go this week at the Super Bowl. Rob. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I love it.
0: Um but yeah, so that well obviously will give you our favorites uh next right. week when we start coming down to it, but obviously we wanted to, to give you just a heads up on on where the prices start and begin and end uh on those top 3s and top 10s. But there are tons of head-to-heads, my friend. There's there's a pretty decent selection of them, uh, and nice and big
1: list. I like this. This
0: is a very healthy list. Uh, one of one matchup that that is at the top of this list here is Austin Dillon and Austin Cindric, So the battle of the Austins. Uh, Syndrick is the favorite in this matchup at minus one twenty-five versus Dillon's minus one hundred four. Obviously, we know Cindric won this race already, uh, as has Austin Dillon. Right, both of them Daytona 500 winners. So now it's just a matter of which one is gonna gonna finish better in this race. Um, and like I said, obviously Cindric is is the head, but Dylan looked good, man, in the clash. And I know that doesn't necessarily mean much for yeah, Super Speedway racing going forward. But I don't know, man, that uh, that team is starting to look solid all of a sudden, and, and Childress looks like they're back in it.
1: Yeah, and I think that in a lot of these there's already just the guy that's not the favorite, right? The more underdog price guy is going to be more attractive just because of the chaos angle. Like if you were blindly to bet all of these, you probably just want to take all of the guys who are underdogs because you're getting better odds and chaos can happen. And again, that's the thing with this is it's who, who avoids it, right? One big wreck and then half the head to heads are gone and they're decided just like that. Not even who, who's, you know, still remaining at the end, but, Austin Dillon for me is is clearly the better side of this. Anyways, again, both these guys have done it. Cindric has the recency of winning it last season as a rookie. That's all good and well, but Dillon has the better track record throughout the years. Um, and again, I, I don't, I'm not saying Cindric can't be in the mix again, but I trust Austin Dillon a lot more. Getting him at a better price at minus one hundred five or minus one hundred four, um, and so yeah, he he would be the side I would lean on this one.
0: Yeah, like I said, it's just a matter of uh, of who is the hottest person right now. And I've, I just feel like that, that, that Richard Childress team, man, with Kyle Bush, all of a sudden they're on the up. Speaking of Kyle Bush, he's in the next matchup. It's Kyle Bush, minus 120, versus Bubba Wallace, minus 109. I feel like this is kind of a strange pairing in that I'm not quite sure where this one came from, but maybe somebody who's much wiser than me can explain this one. Um, but Bubba Wallace here is the underdog at minus 109. Kyle Busch coming in at -120 just talked about Childress. So this one I think I may take uh the favorite in in Kyle Busch but again we'll tell you our official takes uh later but just a, a cursory looking at it that's that's one matchup to look at.
1: Yeah, again this yeah, this is kind of a strange matchup. Don't normally see these guys paired up but whatever. Anyways. <laughs> uh I actually I would take Bubba Wallace on this one. I love Kyle Busch. I think he could win the Daytona 500 but Bubba Wallace's Super Speedway record cannot be ignored. He is in the mix each and every time, and he's one of the best out there on Super Speedways. Um, And so, again, the cheaper price at minus 109, I'm going to have to side with Bubba on this one.
0: Uh, All right, fair enough. Uh, Let's move on to Tyler Reddick and Kevin Harvick are paired up. Again, kind of another strange pairing, but I'll I'll take it. Reddick's at minus 120. Harvick is at 109. Obviously, this is Harvick's Swan song. Tyler Reddick now in that 45. So, you know, again, it wasn't as if we we are still we're down on Tyler Reddick after the clash, but if we're if we're talking how did you come out of the gate, uh
1: Harvick yeah, he ended up like finishing what six? So Yeah, in you know, the end, but day. yeah. But yeah, to me, again, she taking the cheaper side, Kevin Harvick. We talk about him how many times, right, and how consistent he is. And Tyler Reddick has proven to be good at super speedways as well. Finished second last time we were at Daytona as he pushed Austin Dillon to the line to win that and get in the playoffs. Um, but, again, it's just the veteran experience and Kevin Harvick. It is his last Daytona 500, um, and and he's won the Daytona 500 before, so we know he can do it. Uh, so, yeah, and, again, cheap ride. You're, again, there, there's an advantage there. Uh, but I do like Kevin Harvick just head-to-head better anyways. Yeah.
0: Again, I, I'm a big oh, this Harvick This next character. one. This next one's going to crush. This
1: one, Rod. This one tears in my heartstring. Yeah,
0: this one crushes your soul. But look at it crushes the book souls too because it's even it's it's even sides. Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney. This is the Cody Heart Tug Special. Um, both at minus one fourteen. So you even can't the books, make
1: me pick a side.
0: <laughs> I am not gonna make you pick. You don't even have to pick this one. Like literally, this is just something that's out no, there. No, I'll
1: pick it anyways. I like to pick all of them. Yeah, you do. You know that, Ralph. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. Well, but again, they're they're both at minus one fourteen. Either one of them, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, and the only reason that they're even paired together at all is because the books knew Cody liked them both. Uh, And so, you know, he has to pick now. He has to choose between his children. Who's your favorite child, Cody?
1: My favorite child is Chase Elliott. But I mean, these are two of the best super speedway racers in the game right now. They both can get it done. Um, But Chase Elliott was very, very successful last season. We saw him dominate the Atlanta race. He won there. Um, He finished second in the Daytona 500 just two seasons ago. Now, Ryan Blaney was in last season's right at the end as well. Um, But. Elliot is one of the best drivers in the garage at just taking care of things and being aware of his surroundings, knowing what's going on and finding a way to be there at the end. He's he's really good at it. Again, anybody can get caught up in these crashes. You can say that a million times in the next week. But if I have to choose, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. But yes, obviously my two personal favorite drivers. Yeah, And I hate to have to choose, but but Chase Elliott uh, he he gets my my nod. The Cody has to
0: choose special of the day. Um, all right. So then the next line or the next one is Kyle Larson, Joey Logano. <laughs> I'm going
1: to tell you right now can it, can we just get 40, di- 39 different matchups, whatever it is, of everyone versus Kyle Larson? And I will just go down the board. I'll bet BJ McLeod head to head against Kyle Larson, <laughs> Cody Ware head to head against Kyle. I love Kyle Larson. We're going to bet on him a lot this year. We're going to talk about him a lot. He's probably going to win five races, seven races. But the dude sucks at super speedways. Every once in a while, he'll prove you wrong. I think he had a top 10 last year at one of them, and it was like, oh, my goodness. There he is. He just got lucky and missed the Rex. He just – he cannot – I don't know. And it's like throughout the race even, like, there's a lot of guys who are up front a lot, leading a lot of laps, you know, playing the Pied Piper and leading both lines. And it's Chase Elliott. It's Denny Hamlin. It's Bubba Wallace. It's Ryan Blaney. It's Joey Logano. It's never Kyle Larson. He just, he he can race anything. Put him in a lawnmower. He'll beat everybody out there. Whatever dirt track, throw him an F1. He's going to race the Indy double next season. Like he can do it all, but not the super speedways. He just, he's not figured that out and he sucks at him. And Because he's so good at everything else, because we see him win in anything and everything he gets in, he still gets lumped in with all the favorites every time for whatever reason. And until he wins, and even if he wins, I might still do it after because it might just be a fluke if he wins. Like I'm just going to fade him head-to-head any chance I get. So any head-to-head comes up against Kyle Larson, I will take all of them. If it's BJ McLeod, I don't care. I will bet every head-to-head I can against Kyle Larson until he can start getting it done because he just is bad on super speedways. And some guys, I guess, just it's just not his cup of tea and whatever. He's great everywhere else. We know it, right? He can do it on road courses. He can do it on dirt tracks. He can do it anywhere, but just not on super speedways. So, yeah, I don't care who the matchup is. In this case, Joey Logano, who happens to be a great super speedway racer. So definitely give me that side of it.
0: Yeah and that's you know it's it's a matter of you're so good at everything else why can't you let us just have one thing well this is the one thing that uh, this is Kyle, the one
1: thing we get yeah they kind of don't even know it so <laughs> You can take advantage. <laughs>
0: yeah, heck yeah. Um, just for a little housekeeping, the rest of these matchups are all skewed 114 on either end, minus 114 yeah. on either end. So really, this is just a, a coin
1: flips, basically. Yeah,
0: exactly. Straight up coin flips. So um, the next one on the list is uh, William Byron versus Ross Chastain. Again, I'm not necessarily sure where this one came from. Can't really argue with it, though. Uh, uh, you know, William Byron, Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain, obviously the hot name from last year, William Byron off to a hot start in the season and then kind of cooled off a little bit. So um, do we buy into the narrative that William Byron gets out to another hot start over Ross Chastain? Uh, or do we think that the Hail Mellon propelled Ross to another level and, uh, and he'll continue to perform well into the beginning of this
1: season? Yeah, for me, it's William Byron. Both these guys have won on super speedways so they can get it done. Byron's won here at Daytona before. Um, and, and it just Ross is very, very aggressive and that can be a great thing at super speed And it worked for him at Talladega, right? We saw him win it there and it worked, but that aggressiveness can get you in trouble a lot as well. And he's much higher risk. William Byron, potentially the least aggressive driver in the garage. <laughs> he, there's no aggression from Byron at all. I don't think, um, but you know, he's a good, solid driver, knows what he's doing. So I'll take the, I'll take the Byron side, but again, uh, it is kind of, it's, it is weird matchup, but it's intriguing because I would say they're kind of along similar lines where where they are both. You know, they've both won before on super speedways. They can get it done. Uh, so odd matchup, but I do like the Byron side.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm probably going to lean that way too. Again, we talked about hot starts and he's probably one of the ones hotter starts. So, um, all right, next matchup is uh, another Hendrick driver versus a Gibbs driver, and that's Alex Bowman versus Christopher Bell. Uh, Cody's already planted his anti-Christopher Bell flag in the, in the and then retracted it and then planted it again.
1: Yeah. It's at half-mast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, in this matchup, obviously, and, and look, as much as I love the 48 car and I've loved the history of the 48 car, it just to me, this one just feels like it's more Bell than it is Bowman, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you probably feel the same way.
1: I have a penny, Rod. See the penny? You're going to flip it? Heads is Alex Bowman and tails is Christopher bell. All right. It is. Heads, Alex Bowman's who I'm betting on. All right. Next. fine. Next. <laughs> that's. Uh, I mean, literally I don't, I really, I don't have a lean in any way in these. I, I, I really, I don't know which driver to pick. I, neither of them is great at super speedways. I don't, I don't, I'd have to dig into the statistics, I guess, and see if one more consistent, but neither one jobs off the page. So I let this lucky penny here. Glad I had that at my desk. Uh, I'll let that decide this this matchup for me.
0: Well, and and here's the thing too. Again, as we talk about these ones farther down, and they, we're not giving official picks. Obviously, there you know this show is just to give you guys the matchups Except that are Joey out there. Yeah, yeah, well,
1: over Kyle <laughs>
0: that's true. But I mean, you know, a- as it stands, if you see one that you like, then you know, if you hear one that you like, then go run to the book and make that bet. That's all we're doing is introducing you to these early lines so that way you can go and make your decisions. So, um, you know, that's all we're doing. We're not necessarily making picks for you yet. Of course, that is next week. So, uh, all right. The next one is Michael McDowell, Ricky Stenhouse. That is the matchup there. Again, both at minus one fourteen. I think we're good. Letting the coin pick that one as well. Um, now, this one
1: actually, I do. I do lean Michael McDowell. Just both great super speedways. Again, they both can get it done. They both have got it done. McDowell won the five hundred, and Ricky's won on super speedways before. But McDowell is much more consistent. He's all kind of always hanging out there, always there. And Ricky, again, aggressive, which in, in cases can help, and it has. He's won at Talladega. But his aggressiveness leads to him getting wrecked more often. And so in a head-to-head where I'm relying on one guy to be a little more consistent at finishing, this is for sure is Michael McDowell. This one's actually one of the easier ones on the board for me to pick, in my opinion.
0: Cody just keeping me on my toes. I'm like, yeah, Cody's probably just going to no, know. No, man, I got to take I got the
1: penny right here just in case we need to flip it again. I haven't I haven't looked ahead at all the matchups yet.
0: But. Uh well, then the next one then, I, the next one's easy for me. It's it's Chris Buescher and Daniel Suarez. Uh give me the Daniel Suarez end of this. Oh, I, what? Yeah, look, I'm still not impressed with Chris Buescher. Oh. I'm not. I'm sorry. You can you can <laughs> tie me down on this one, but I I feel like and look, we we're not going to be high on Daniel Suarez a lot this year. But if we're if we're building for chaos, Daniel Suarez does not he does not get caught up in chaos very often. He finds ways to not necessarily get in the mix uh for for a lot of these chaotic moves. You know, he he keeps himself relatively clean and he's just one of those guys that, you know, he's around. He's around at the end of the race. And I feel like that's Chris Busher, he's probably in the back of the pack, right? Getting getting mixed up in all the shoving and the and the bumping. And so that's where he's gonna be. So I'll take Daniel Suarez in this one.
1: This one's also easy for me, and it's Chris Busher. I right? Busher, I in my opinion, I, I feel like uh no, I don't think he has won at a super speedway because I think he's his two wins are Pocono and a Bristol last season. Um, but he's a guy that's that's been close. He's been real close at, at Super Speedways before. Won one of the duels last year, uh, where RFK swept the duels and, and won uh both of them with with Brad winning the other one. Um and Suarez is just not a guy I think of when I think of Super Speedways at all. I don't Again, I don't I haven't dug deep yet. This is just based off of recollection I guess of of how last season and and how past seasons have gone. I haven't when I get to my official bets, I usually dig in and try to find the stats and the nuggets and make sure I have something to back it up uh, but yeah, to me this is this is easily, but I guess we'll be on opposite ends of that one
0: <laughs> as well we should be sometimes It's not always about us being on the same page. Uh, sometimes there's a little bit of conflict. It needs.
1: This to next be one's easy too. I'm interested to see if it's easy for you. <laughs> well, let's see.
0: It's Chase Briscoe over Martin Truex Jr. This isn't easy because I'm not. I don't want to cheer for uh, for Briscoe. I don't. I just like I find myself unwilling to say that either one of these is gonna. I'm. I'm gonna say they They both finish. Not. They don't.
1: Neither They're tied one for 39th.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. They cross well, the I, yeah, finish line. It's, it's going to be hard
1: for me to root for Briscoe this year since I've shit on him so much this offseason. <laughs> but I do think he's a better super speedway racer. And Martin Tricks Jr., another top driver that is not great at super speedways. He's never, never had a ton of success. He's not as remarkably bad as Kyle Larson is, but he's not good either. So uh, this is Briscoe for me and Briscoe. I feel like a couple of times at super speedways last year, he might've been one of that was in the mix at, at the 500 even. Um, And then I feel like maybe one of the Talladega races, he was right there. But again, I have to go back and look, but, but Truex jr. Is not a great super speedway racer. He just, he always ends up getting caught up in it. Even when he's just an innocent bystander, it just, he, he can't ever catch that lucky break. Um, And despite him being a new man, and I think we will end up betting on him this season after what we saw in LA. Uh, not this week. I'm not going to, yeah, no, I, I, or next week for that. Matter.
0: Yeah. This is Briscoe for me by default, but I still don't feel good about it. I'm going to probably go take a shower after I'm done just so I can wash that off of me. <laughs> um, all right. The, now the last one on this list, and there'll probably be more by the time we get closer to it, Eric Jones, Ryan Priest. I think we already know where both of us lie on this one. This one's a pretty, a pretty fun one because Ryan Priest has kind of made a name already, right? Or you're, you're picking Eric Jones, aren't you?
1: Am I going I me some Eric Jones on super speedways? Am Come I on, bad Rod, though? That, Am I bad I
0: going against Legacy Motorsports this early on?
1: Yeah, what are you doing? My bad. No, Eric Jones has proven himself on super speedways. Uh, I think he finished second at Talladega last year. He had some really good runs. This is a good matchup because Priest also is good at super speedways. I have to go back and look at, at how he did in the past. Obviously, he wasn't full time in the Cup Series last season. Um, but Priest is a guy I really like this season. Going to talk about him a lot. But Eric Jones has proven to be a super speedway guy multiple times where he was very close last season. Uh, Again, I've not chosen my, my different winners yet, uh, but he is at, what did we talk about him earlier, right? 33 to one. Yes. 33 to one. He's definitely going to be in consideration to make, make the final cut of guys. I'll bet on to win the Daytona 500 Um, could put Jimmy Johnson in victory lane there as car owner. Um, but yeah, Eric Jones is very, very good on Super Speedways, so I, I definitely will take him on this side of things. Um, even though I, I really like Priest as well. Well, look,
0: just so you know, it's not like I feel a million percent on these ones that I'm against you. So it's not like
1: it's not There's like a couple a... on here I feel a million percent about.
0: Yeah, well, of course, but I mean, even <laughs> which I think
1: so. should have been obvious in my reaction on a few of them. Exactly. Not the one I flipped the penny on. That one I don't know. That
0: one, <laughs> that one, we don't even. I don't even think we're gonna bet on that one for real. So, um, all right, so. We're going to uh, take another break here. We've just pretty much blew, uh, and blew gone through all of these top threes, top tens, and, uh, and head-to-heads. Of course, please go consult your local books or, uh, you know, of course, all the, the books that you consult to find them. Uh, if you don't know and you can't find them, come find us in the Discord. We'll let you know exactly where they're at. But uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to have a little bit of fun the super bowl is this weekend obviously and cody and i have spent a little bit of time uh building some uh build your own bets over there on WinBet, and we are going to present them to you after the break so we can all have a little bit of fun cross betting between nfl and nascar but before we do let's make sure to sign you up on the sgpn app for big game bingo you can get your own big game bingo card full of all your favorite big game prop bets and if you get bingo you're going to get a $57 SGPN gift card. And the only catch, though, is you got to be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and the NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube in order to win. And in honor of the big game, SGPN is hosting a prop bet contest. Make your picks for 57 different prop bets. The winner's going to get $570 in cash and a $570 gift card to the SGPN store. All of our contests are free to play and exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, our friends over at WinBet are giving us uh, a lot of fun to be had as we build our own parlays. You're not uh, impressed with some of the parlays you see? Well, go there and make your own and get your own odds. Build your own luck, Cody, in this opportunity where where WinBet's letting you pile up these parlays and get as funky and crazy and big as you want because uh, there's kind of no there's kind of no limit, only your imagination. As Cody will uh, definitely tell you in some of these these ones that he's built. So, um, Cody, obviously we know Kansas City taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. For those of you who may not actually follow football and you may not care one way or the next, Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl, uh, happening in Arizona, and uh, obviously Daytona 500 the weekend following. We just like to give a little crossover bets here and there to to juice and things up. And uh, so that's what the build your own bet from WinBet is all about. And so we we've done that and we've created some bets. Cody was telling me just before the show that some of his bets have some astronomical odds, which will be fun to to hit. So Cody, are you gotten in for another late night while you drive to Iowa to put some of these down?
1: Yep, yeah, got to make another trip uh, this evening and, and place these. But uh, the first one, I want I a little light on this one. This one's only uh, at plus two twenty six thousand nine hundred and twenty nine. Uh, odds so this this is pretty pretty easy one uh top four in the race to uh, at the daytona 500 cody Ware, uh and then you parlay with that with jalen hurts anytime touchdown scorer which means he has to rush it or receive it right that's not a passing touchdown but i think it's seven of his last nine games he has like 16 or 17 rushing touchdowns on the season like dude runs a lot he's gonna score he's basically their goal line back um, so yeah, you put the two together that takes your cody Ware 150 to one top top ford and Uh and puts those odds at 26,929 You throw ten dollars on that one where I had it somewhere ten dollars? It'll give you well, I don't know 26 yeah, twenty six thousand dollars. So uh, That's that's fairly fairly decent odds there, right? And then and this is just my my regular my regular old parlay. We got the the Dgens only parlay that they like to give out on the uh, on the main sports gambling podcast show where it's got astronomical odds. This is nothing compared to that. So uh, stand by.
0: Ah, uh, all right. So uh, I'll line up my first one. Uh, I have picked Kyle Busch to win the Daytona 500. That one clocked in at 16-1. to 1. Obviously, we we know we'll, we talked about him. We'll talk about him more coming up next week as far as his chances to win the Daytona 500 in that eight car. And then, of course, I have got an anytime touch. I've actually got one touchdown. I mean, they don't necessarily do anytime touchdowns on win bet. It's basically just does he get one or more touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to give Jerick McKenna a touchdown In this game the dude wrapped off six games with a receiving touchdown to end the regular season been kept out of the end zone uh, over the last couple of playoff games, but I think that changes in this game and this Super Bowl where McCombs is going to have to throw some touchdown passes if uh, if they want to win this game and then I've got the uh, Kansas City on the money line at plus one oh five. And then I tossed in a Travis Kelsey first touchdown score. If you go back to Travis Kelsey's game log, like five of the seven games in the regular season that he scored a touchdown, he scored the Chiefs' first touchdown. He scored the Chiefs' first touchdown in the last two playoff games alone too. So at plus 600, I absolutely love the odds for this. This total parlay comes out to plus 65,767. A $25 wager will win you $16,441. That is where we're at.
1: I like it, Rod. I like it. Um, Mine comes up to (laughs) the odds are plus one, two, two, three, four, nine, three. Uh, You can translate that into whatever the hell (laughs) number that is. Uh, I started off with Boston Scott over eight and a half rushing yards for the Philadelphia Eagles. And go bet that on its own. That is one of my favorites. I wrote this up in my player props article which go check out on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Um, but that's one of my favorite ones on the on the game. He's done that in – I don't have it right in front of me, but a lot of the last few games. It's like eight of the last nine games or something ridiculous. He's gone over this total. They love him. They're going to use him in short yardage stuff. Going to use him near the goal line. So Boston Scott over eight and a half rushing yards. Uh, I took the Philadelphia Eagles money line just to straight up win. Then – I had to throw in some Nebraska flavor. Jack Stoll is the second string tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles. I took him as the first touchdown. And actually, I think that Sean Green is on him for first touchdown as well. Um, So threw him in there. Those three combined with my boy, Corey LaJoy, to win the Daytona 500. A $10 bet will win you $122,349.30. You are welcome. Jesus man gotta love it when all of that happens and and you know what if that hits
0: dude if that hits then uh then we're taking this on the road <laughs> I'm just saying man <laughs> yes yes that's, we are that's awesome um all right I love that one uh you know what those are the only two that that are the yeah I'm, those are the only ones we'll give out for now that's a lot of fun I, I want to get way deep in the weeds as well but What's like your,
1: uh, I, I know obviously you've done like the prop cast and you're on the NFL gambling podcast and stuff. So I know you've given a lot of plays out over there, but what, what's your, what's your pick for the game, right? You got, so it's at, it's the lines actually moved up to minus two on win bet, which, which side are you taking on that?
0: Oh, I want the chief side of this for sure. I, I think the chiefs are going to come out and win. I, I know the argument and I know that Philadelphia has been the better team and had been the best team most of the season, but I just think it's, it's the chiefs are red hot right now. They're literally they're they're All of their weapons are hitting you know philly they came out got to give it to them they beat my niners that's fine but they also beat josh johnson you know and it's i i'm not impressed with how they won that game struggle
1: to beat them though they killed them right well
0: yeah but you have to if you're as you're
1: they did what they're supposed to do exactly what you want them to do rod beat a team they don't play (laughs) i want them to
0: crush them then i want them to absolutely crush them but anyways whatever i mean they did what they were supposed to do i think if if uh if uh Brock Purdy's in that game we're looking at a much different outcome um and I think we're looking at a it wouldn't be 31 to to, to 7 it would maybe be maybe it
1: would have been 31 to 14 or something I that's think it would have been a is. little
0: less than that I think it would have probably been 28 to something or other and even if you they did win so um but the defense was hard. anyways that's that's this is not the NFL gambling podcast damn it
1: uh, well, we just you know everybody watches the Super Bowl even if you're not a week-to-week football fan People love watching the Super Bowl. So Eagles minus two for me. I think they're like superiorly talented team. They're way better. I think that you can't ever count out Patrick Mahomes. You can't ever count out Andy Reid. So there's an argument to be made for their side. And for all of football fans and everyone watching the game, hopefully it's a good, tough, close game. Eagles squeak it out by two points. Um, But then, yeah, go hit up Boston Scott. Over eight and a half rushing yards. Love that one. Nobody to score in the first five and a half minutes. I really, really love that. It's a little juiced, like plus one sixty, plus one eighty. But only pay the juice if you lose. Uh, and then I have an article coming out with the Gatorade color, lemon lime. Go bet that at plus one fifty when the Eagles win. That's what color it's going to be. But make sure you read the article anyways because it's got some fun statistics and all that fun stuff in there.
0: Yeah. No. And and I actually, it's funny because I took the other side of that. I said somebody right. is going to score in the first right. five.
1: Oh, you do t- You really? Yeah. Yeah. Did you get that plus money, I'm assuming, right?
0: Yeah, it, it definitely plus money on that one,
1: yeah. Man, it just – in the Super Bowl, things come out it's a little slower. Everybody's got to get the jitters out. I'm hoping for a quick three and out by the Chiefs. Then the Eagles take over, drive down the field, score six minutes into the game. Problem solved.
0: I've got some fun touchdown prop bets, too. Uh, check it out on Twitter when I, when I post them. Uh, yeah, I need really to go through them.
1: I always go all out on the Super Bowl. I like to have, like – Every play is affecting my bets one way or the other. So I I love to get in the prop game for that. So I'll have to tweet out some of my favorites. But I gave you the, the top, the highlights at least.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely, I like Boston. Boston Scott is an anytime touchdown too, to be honest with you. Boston Scott is an anytime touchdown is uh, is at right now. I'm looking, I think I gave them out. Where are they? Did, they? did they move them off of my thing? They certainly did, didn't they? <laughs> How dare they? Um. All right. Well, Boston Scott anytime touchdown. I like that as well because he has been scoring touchdowns left and right. They've been using him in the red zone so much lately that it's just a it's just fun for him to be able to to get in the end zone. Um, and and I know that Sean loves him. Some so Boston plus five twenty five
1: to get one plus five
0: twenty five to get one. Yep.
1: Then there it is. That's all that's three thousand to get two. That's worth a sprinkle.
0: I I don't know that he's going to get two, but I'll I'll take the one at least. So, um, All right, before we descend any further into the NFL, Cody, uh, let's remind everybody, first of all, that we will be back on Monday, and that is when the normal schedule of shows will begin. The offseason is over as of this episode right now. Come Monday, we are cranked up and ready to go with our weekly and what will be our weekly schedule as far as every single day is concerned, uh, where we'll start out on Monday. Um, although, eh, yeah, we'll start out with our new schedule. And and we'll start right off the jump. Um, I know we won't have a race to recap on Monday, um, but we certainly will have some stuff be able to, to preview
1: cover. everything. Talk about the schedule for the week. Is it's it's different than a normal normal race weekend. Yep, there's going to be news over the weekend. I'm sure we can talk about how this you know enormous bet for is just going to be relying on Corey LaJoy because the other three legs already hit. It's going to be great.
0: Amen to that.
1: Um, all right, and when Corey LaJoy does hit, we're going to Vegas. And we baby. might not even be back next week because uh, I might be on a beach somewhere. Well, oh, it's not that big of a bet. Okay, never mind.
0: It could be a hundred thousand bucks. That's that's good enough
1: to yeah, keep you on a beach. Find somewhere to spend less.
0: Yeah, I'm sure Mexico would love to take some of that money.
1: Um, all right, I can't take Al Bush with me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, too soon. Uh,
0: uh, all right, well, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media?
1: Yes, on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb. Uh, again, I got two Super Bowl articles out right now, player props, and then betting trends from past Super Bowls from the teams this year. The Gatorade article will be out this evening, so definitely check that out. Probably by the time you're listening to this, it'll probably be out. So follow me on Twitter there. Follow the show at NASCAR Gambling, and then get in the Discord. Uh, I saw the NASCAR finally open up the fantasy game, so I will have that set up this weekend, and we can start taking entries for the season-long fantasy league. That will pay out a $200 gift card to the winner. You gotta love it, too. So,
0: um, all right, follow me on Twitter, at RJ Villagomez. There's a link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, like I said, where I've got some prop bets going on all over the place, not just touchdowns, but kicker props, and, I mean, they've, they've come to me as the exotic prop guy, and I'm delivering for them. So, uh, And then, of course, on In Between Media, Where the Back Road has just been picked up by Tracks. Love that sponsorship, so... Uh, Keep an eye on the good things happening over there. Congrats to those guys. I know, right? as well. Thanks. That's awesome. Back on Monday. Daytona 500 week, baby. It is finally here. Get excited. Enjoy Enjoy whatever's happening on Sunday. We'll be back to talk more racing things on Monday. Until next time, go Chiefs. Let's go racing and let it ride.